Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Vincent Green. And I'm your host, Noel John Tui. And this is Talking Points. And uh, to Noel, we're back again. We're not back alone. We got our man, Beige Benford, all the way from Cali, coming back to talk to us a little bit about this fucking crazy controversy that's going around about Joe Rogan and the Joe Rogan experience and past comments that he made on that show. So, um, Noel, I'm going to throw it to you first, then we kick it to Beige. What's your uh, thoughts about the controversy with Joe Rogan at the moment? Oh, okay. I'm not going to try and go on too long a diatribe because we'll keep it open format. But I, first and foremost, I am absolutely 1864. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Is why you guys had me on because I'm black? Is that what this is? Yes. <laughs> all right. As long as but I, I it's black history, I, 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 to, you know? <laughs> I just think cancel culture, of course, is. Like it, it always existed. It's not like cancel. I'm anti cancel culture. Cancel culture has been a great thing. It's now the sensitivity that comes with it. I'm by no means that cancel culture sh- should apply to Joe Rogan. I also don't think that people should have been taking their medical advice from Joe Rogan. I also think that Joe Rogan should have been aware that fucking the large audience that he had, he probably something should have been saying some fucking frankly really stupid fucking shit. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I, I honestly just think that people. It, it, I just wish people paid attention to the people they should be paying attention to. And when somebody gets to the size that Joe Rogan is, that's on us as a society because we like we like talk we like talking heads as opposed to people who absolutely know what they're fucking talking about. And that's he's assist he, that's he's symptomatic of it. He's not responsible for it. So no, as opposed to him getting absolutely cancelled, I'm a hundred percent against it. But I also think that he needs to stop being such a fucking idiot and I need to stop sugarcoating some absolute fucking assholes that he has on, like Stefan Molyneux, who is a white supremacist. Yeah, but if Joe Rogan is... Yeah, but he also had a dude on that converted over 200 white supremacists away from the KKK. Um, oh, yeah. Daryl Davis. But like, you have to look at... The, if you have a talk show or if you have an open uh, speaking format, that you have to have people from both sides. So you can't have a Daryl Davis on if you don't have someone from the other side. And then you let people formulate their opinions when all the way, evidence is weighed up. And that's what I like about Joe right. Rogan. He'll go, oh, uh, I think Flat Earth's dumb or whatever. But he'll get a Flat Earther on. He'll allow them to say their piece. Allow them Absolutely. to put their, their case forward. And I, I think like if you look at CNN and Fox and these other media formats whatever that they've gone to one side or the other and that's why people are straight away because you have a, don't have an unbiased uh, opinion it's always left leaning on CNN it's always right leaning on Fox whereas Joe Rogan is both ways leaning you can say what you want but like you know he just he he does say I'll get one person from this side of the argument and he oftentimes gets a person from the other side of the argument yeah. and allows the evidence to be weighed up by his viewership and by himself John Stewart said that, and I, I, he echoed kind of what you were saying, different words you were saying that, you know, if you went on Carlson or something, it, well, first off, if you push back against him, like one guy did who told him that, that he's also a part of the problem that he's trying to pose, uh, he, it never met it to air. Yeah. So it's not even live, you know? And also, I absolutely agree with you. I do. But I, I don't think sometimes you're looking at something that's so fucking profoundly stupid. You're thinking, right, and here comes the Rogan pushback, and he doesn't push back. That's just a criticism from me. That's not a criticism that anything should happen to his career one way or the other. Yeah. But no, I, I do. I, I do. Uh, Joe Rogan at his best is actually really fucking good. Uh, but I guess I don't get to be the arbiter of what is his best or what isn't his best. Yeah. What about you, Beige? Um, I think the whole race thing that came up with Joe Rogan was just fodder for them to use. Hmm. For the whole anti-vaccine or the whole vaccine, like Vinny said, when Rogan brings 
a white supremacist on, he also brings someone else on, or he also brings somebody who used to be white supremacist and they're not anymore. And he wants to know why they're not anymore. And that person gives their point of view. Like you guys said, you go to CNN and there's one point of view. And if somebody pushes back, then that person's crazy. Yeah, no Rogan yeah. said the N word a lot earlier. If you look at his standups, like he didn't say it with the hard R all the time, but sometimes he did. If you went to some of his stuff at the comedy club or or the, or the Laugh Factory or 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 the Laugh House, he used the N word. But you got to remember, he did it in front of you know uh, Rawling. He did it in front of Dave Chappelle. He did it in front of yeah. uh, Eddie Murphy before. He did it in front of Chris Rock before. These are all guys who have come out and said, you know, we support Joe because he's not yeah. a racist. I've met Joe Rogan twice in my life. Twice at two UFC events. He's a cool ass dude. Um, People have said that Joe Rogan is such a nice fucking guy that they don't talk about shit that they want around him yeah. because he'll send it to you. <laughs> the Traeger, like, smoke grill that's like four, or $5,000. Somebody was talking that was on his podcast once about how he would love to smoke meat, but that grill's too expensive. And when he gets enough money, maybe he'll think about getting it. When he got home the next day, the shit was sitting there waiting for him because that's how that's the kind of person Joe is. Yeah, it feels like what they saved up that. Sorry, Vinny. Um, no, go ahead. But it feels like they saved up that video. Then it feels like oh, yeah. now was the moment to take oh, yeah. down Rogan. But and I also agree because I remember I know he's a bad example to use because he literally he walked himself right into an awful situation and I don't have any sympathy for him. But Louis C.K. had a joke, and that was. Um, he goes, when he reads the N-word, he goes, oh, and he said the N-word. And then he said, you absolute coward. Like, just say, just write the word. Because then I think, and he used the N, a hard N-word. He was like, because then I think the word, blah, blah, blah. And now I've thought it, but you didn't have the balls to say it. And he went on this whole diatribe. And he used, must have used the N-word about six times in it. But it, uh, the joke was literally just about reading an article that writes N-word instead of using the N-word. And it was a joke. It was a joke and it was offensive. And I know it can be absolutely an awful word to be thrown around. But at the same time, I, I don't know. I, I'm, de I'm definitely not the person, the, the, the go-to person for this. But I do think that even bad things have context. Mm -hmm. And and if, if somebody said a bad word when he's got 80,000 hours of fucking footage of him talking, because don't forget, he's been on Fear Factor, he's been on UFC, and he's got the world's biggest podcast. We have thousands, and he's a comedian. So we've thousands of hours of this guy talking and he, and yes, you could look at all these, but anything put together, man, anything yeah. put together. It's a hatchet job. It's a hatchet job. Yeah. It's the it's, same. I'm not supporting him saying it. I'm just, no, I'm but it's the same three brothers that went off, went after Dave, uh, Portnoy from mm -hmm. parcels of sports, the same three dudes clipped oh. up and, and, and Portnoy like destroyed those fucking guys. Cause Portnoy went back in some, some dudes old tweets and old like, you know, stuff on his first couple of podcasts saying the N word, calling people Jews, calling people fags and stuff. And like the guy got quiet and actually clicked off of, he like left the zoom meeting. Is that the Midas touch podcast? Is it? Yeah. It's the same three dudes, the same three dudes that went after, um, uh, the Barstool sports guy are the same three dudes that are talking shit about, uh, Joe Rogan and brought that clip out or those clips out. But the you mind, I, sorry to talk over you. I was just wondering, but me and Vinny are a little bit in the dark ages because we're in Ireland. This Barstool sports guy, like what's his background? He was an NFL commentator. No, no, no. Swap. So, no, no. So this dude got big just betting on himself, doing stuff, doing small little interviews, doing that. He would go around actually to every single pizza spot and give it ratings. So that's how he got huge. He was just going to pizza places like, hey, this this is a good pizza. It's a bad pizza. I'd give it a you know two out of five or a five out of five, and it put the, and he bid it on the internet when internet was not new, but doing that kind of stuff was new. So he got a following. 
Then he built up Barstool Sports to where they were talking about sports stuff, video games, podcasting, other stuff like that. So he got huge. David Portnoy, he got huge. So those dudes, you know, when you're big, the only, only thing people want to see when you've succeeded is to tear you down. Mm. And that's what happened. Those dudes tried to find footage or audio, which you can find of anybody. Let's be honest. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. Shit. Just do it. Like the chats that we have, like there's absolutely nothing to <laughs> say here that the chats that we would have off, we've we tried to push each other's boundaries and we try to get, a, oh my God, I can't believe he said that kind of laugh from each other. Yeah. So I always think anytime you, you, you think you're going to come after someone, you always kind of have to, in your head, go, well, if shit, man, if, if everything you said was led bare, would this be the fucking opinion that you're taking? And don't get me wrong, I haven't gone on these platforms. So I, I, I don't know, like Joe Rogan didn't, I don't know if he's ever said, like he's never literally like stopped his car and honked at somebody and said, get out of the way, get off the fucking road, you fucking N-word. You're no. nothing but a black, because that's a different fucking thing. Oh, yeah, that's a different it's thing. A completely that's completely fucking different Wait, thing. You gotta, you gotta understand, people don't see that point. No. Do you, do you it's, think it's, context it's, matters, Bage? Like, like, when you look yeah. at it, like, because he's, like, a lot of those, uh, uh, the clip, because I've seen a lot of these episodes, and I'm sure some of you know that like a lot of these clips wasn't he quoting jokes like he was quoting like Lenny Bruce jokes and stuff like that like so yeah. like when they talk about context because lately you see the Young Turks on Twitter uh, a clip came out with them using the n-word constantly and uh, saying like uh, uh, like fag and shit like this so so they, they were saying this over and over again and using derogatory terms for gay people and people of colour and like so like when you see Joe Biden uh, in a congressional hearing saying the n-word five, five, six, seven times when he's talking about um is it a judge or something or no he was talking about a, a governor or something a, a person of color this is back in the 80s or 90s back or in the 80s. so like they when do. they say uh, when i say they sorry so the people that are after Joe Rogan or the liberal media or whatever you want to call them or the mainstream media that are after Joe Rogan they say context does not matter but now they're saying context does matter it for their guy because but does it does does doesn't matter because like, because the way I look at it is like when Joe Biden says that, there's no difference. He's he's telling the story about a guy and he's quoting someone. It's the exact same thing with Joe Rogan did for a lot of so. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes Joe Rogan used the N word and it was unnecessary. Like the, the episode. Oh, Greg, well, we're not here to say like God go yeah. Joe Rogan for fucking doing that. Yeah, exactly. That. Like yeah. the episode with Greg Fitzsimmons. Um, that was kind of like he and it was unnecessary for him to kind of push Greg Fitzsimmons and saying or whatever. But I think that like if you look at the context, if he's quoting a joke. Do you do the original joke of the service by saying N word, or do you use the N word and give it its context and say in its fullest way, like the way Joe Biden did in the congressional hearing, and the same way Joe Rogan did when he's quoting like a Lenny Bruce joke or something because of the era it came from? It was less mm. faux pas to say that word. What do you think, Bish? I, I don't think the context matters to a point of like when you're looking at it from who the person is. This is a great example right here um, is uh, John Gruden who was a coach for the Raiders, who was making, ex, you know, derogatory marks towards people of color, called the uh, player union rep like a monkey or had like missing lips. Shit, even I know about this. And yeah. I don't watch. Yeah, and, I don't watch. And the crazy thing is, yeah. is, is like, if you're looking at it from the outside, you're like, oh, well, he probably had, it's, you know, one moment of indiscretion. It's not that bad. Hmm. Then we talked to former players and other people where they were just like, I told you. If you look at old podcasts and old videos of other people, they call... John Gruden, the fucking racist asshole. But because John Gruden won one Super Bowl and because he kind of looked like the Chucky doll, you know, that was his persona. And everyone was like, oh, he's great. 
even didn't some even players of color inside inside his own dressing room still not want him sacked even yeah. when all of this shit. Yeah, they were just like we don't want him back. We're Stop good. Syndrome. <laughs> yeah, but some some guys did just because they looked at it at the point of the, John Gruden's the one who signed them. Yeah. Brought them onto the team. So, so I might, I might have actually made them better players. Like he might have actually still been very good at. Well, yeah. Job. He, well, yeah, but the the problem is just just because just because that's a pattern of behavior yeah. in an aggressive fashion, and that's yeah. a different. You know, again, that is the context, isn't? It? But that's not Joe Rogan, unless you have like video of other comedians, other comics. You got people jump on the bandwagon now just because it's fun. Yeah. About everything, Aziz Ansari. Fucking, he took a girl out to eat. Oh man, I know the story. Went well. to hug her. Went to hug her, and she and she didn't like the hug, and she said he sexually harassed her. I think the story is that he did. She went back to his house, and it's not. And uh, he put the moves on, and uh, because she you know, didn't feel comfortable. Yeah, sorry, doctor, maybe it's a different story. Person. But he, that she didn't feel like comfortable saying no, so yeah. they had sex. Yeah, and then I heard his name, and and his career hasn't recovered. I've heard his name mentioned inside of the Cosby Weinstein, you know, yeah, like you know, and then you're like, dude, he just came out and said I took her our word, and I, I and and I just think, if you apologize, you're fucked. That's no, because there's no such thing as a good apology. Nobody's yeah. looking for an apology. Because Nobody's ever come out and went, "Wow, what a great apology." Yeah, once you apologize once, you'll keep doing it. Yeah, mm. it's like Joe Rogan apologized, and I'm sitting there like, "Dude, fuck, why?" Like, I get you said it, but the problem is with you apologizing is you're looking at it as a point of like, "Oh yeah, I apologize, so everything should be good now," and that's the way that they took it. He apologized; it was sincere, but people took it as and just like you guys said or uh, Noel said, you shouldn't be taking health advice from fucking Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't you take. You want to like take that, that should be your advice? story. Yeah, you want to take spinning back kick advice because this shit's nasty when he kicks somebody? Mm. Go fucking for it. Absolutely. UFC advice, go for it. Who's the best uh, UFC fighter ever? Go for it. Yeah, that's Joe Rogan. Absolutely. Yeah. But when you're talking about a COVID or getting sick, don't fucking go to really. That's it's a dumb. It's it's like me fucking breaking my leg and calling up the rock and being like, hey, what should I do? Yeah. Like, but that's what that's a problem with society, and they're trying to put it on these people that we've raised. To these dizzying fucking heights. Did you see when uh what's the name of the one of the Kardashian sisters, the young one, whatever, she's a billionaire oh, now. Kylie. Kylie. And uh she um she was just under a billionaire and people started donating money to get her over the billion mark. Yeah. Like that's when I knew that these people aren't the problem. We are the problem. Yeah. We as a site is we have people starving in the world and you have all of this spare money and this is what you want to do with it. That's when I realized that we are the fucking problem. And I, I do. I I think now nobody's woke enough. And, and I've never met anyone that hasn't that, that I know any, you, Vinny, I've known Vinny 15 years. I've talked to you on a couple of podcasts. Both of you, I know, have made jokes that if I was brought to the cold light of day, wouldn't look good. I've never met a person that hasn't. Yeah. And I hate the fact that everyone seems. <laughs> I've always kept my shit PG. Yeah. <laughs> I think you like racially slur me like five times a day, bitch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do. <laughs> no, you know, if I'm being completely honest, I probably have at some point met an inside sort of joke myself. No, but this is my point. Like, it's it's like, it's it's like that other dumb shit when some black dude was just like, "Well, I'm black, I can't be racist." Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? It's just it, it's just it's more people jumping on the let's hate on Joe Rogan train just because mm. it's the thing to do right now. But it's a trend. 
well, yeah, like some sort of dance. Just it's sorry, a nine, though, isn't it? Sorry, no, I was just gonna say it's kind of a nine because, like, at the same time, right, you have all these people jumping on his back because you know they're looking for their moment to shine. The rock fucking backtracked like a motherfucker. And the N word like, video came out, yeah. The, See, that like the rock, the rock should have never supported him yet. Yeah, That's but, why you wait, man. You this gotta what, wait. It's it's this is what I said about the rock, like one of our previous episodes, that he's so manicured in his public perception perception mm-hmm. that he 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 immediately go, Oh, my fans, they're gonna want me to back to Rogan. Yeah, that's what my fans are going to want me to do. So I'm going to back to Rogan. And as soon as and the now, video came out, he was like, "Oh shit!" Now I have to monitor. Now I've become educated to his full narrative. Yeah, I like, the words you're looking like, for. Oh my god! Like if I was the size of the rock, I'd be like, "Yeah, so what?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'd be like, uh, "Yeah, come for me. I've got my own production company. Let's see who's making movies in five years." Well, no, I, I think it has to do with with more also because the rock has like kids. So I think when it goes down to it, he doesn't want people so because you know how people are like the dude who um there was an nfl player uh for the cowboys and the cowboys took a shit and like lost in their first playoff game and people weren't going after him they were going after his family yeah. and his family they're on twitter and shit for like no fucking reason so that's my point i think for the for the rock i think it's easier for him to backtrack which he should have fucking waited he shouldn't have just jumped full in it but he is friends with joe rogan yeah yeah, that's, that's problems. You know, that yeah, that, that's what I like when people just kind of say, like, yeah, it's probably not going to win me any fans or it's going to lose me fans or whatever. But here, no, I support him. And I know that shit looks bad. And I know that shit looks bad. It's one thing I always defend about Bill Maher, and I've kind of gone off him as of late, but he always kind of like, he showed up and defended fucking um, Alex Jones. And Alex Jones had a few years previously accused him of being a child rapist, you know? And he was yeah. like, yeah, like, fuck this guy. Like, seriously, fuck this guy from the absolute depths of hell. But do I want him banned or taken off? He goes, no, because I'm trying to be to the First Amendment what these people are, say they are to the Second Amendment. You know what I mean? Just just, just let them have it. And let it be a part of the discourse. And of course, I get the whole thing that Spotify get to choose whether or not they carry them. But I honestly think if they drop them, a new standard would be set. I I, I just think it would just... Do you, like, do you when think, the sense, when you uh, look at Spotify, do you think, though, just to pick up from your point, no, do you think that it's a morality issue or a financial issue is the reason that... That's only a financial it? issue. There is no morality. There is zero morality. Morality is coming from some people, don't get me wrong, but no, no, no. It's hard numbers. Yeah. Hard, hard yeah, numbers. You remember, he signed a $100 million 10-year contract. Four-year yeah. deal. Yeah, four years. So if you pull him out of that, you're still paying him. Yeah. Mm. But if every artist, like, you know, like Neil Young, I'm actually a huge Neil Young fan. So I mean, um, if every artist pulls out your company, your multi-billion dollar company is the word shit. Here's the thing I would also say, sorry, just to play devil's advocate a bit. Neil Young did absolutely nothing wrong. If Neil Young said there was a dude here who's, who's put all this disinformation, a lot of the shit that Joe said was definitely not backed up by, by peer reviewed science. It just wasn't. And people treated it like it was. And he said, I think that's dangerous. So I want out. That's also fine. He's absolutely allowed to do that. What isn't there though? Isn't there like a rumor? There's like there has been captions that Neil Young's whole catalog of music or a large portion of it is owned by a guy that used to run Pfizer or some shit by a company that is <laughs> run by a guy that used to be the chairman of Pfizer. So I have like, no idea. Probably true. You know what I mean? So like I don't think Neil Young pulling out was more to do with, uh, as I said, morality more to do with him towing a political line because he was told by some higher up. See, this is the well, if, he's, if his catalogue is owned, then Neil Young is paid in full. You yeah, know, if, if your catalogue is no longer owned. So, like, do, I don't you, know. I don't know. But well, uh, you know what? I don't sing those songs ever. Fair enough. Fair, <laughs> you, know, you know what? You're absolutely <laughs> you know what I mean? right. Fair enough. Although, I, I, I do believe Neil Young to be 
I've been following Neil Young's career for almost 30 years. I've been into him since I was a, ch- I was a kid. I've loved his sure. music, a horse with no name, rocking in the free world, all that. Yeah. But I don't think, on the, just on the basis of it, I don't think he did anything wrong because that is an opinion you are entitled to have. It's like so is Joe Rogan, though, isn't he entitled to have Exactly. But, that, but no, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, I actually don't think that everyone says like fuck this guy how absolutely wrong and immoral he is and then somebody said fuck this guy and absolutely wrong and I said are they well, I think Joe's wrong Yeah, and I think he me being wrong is fine me being wrong is fine but right? didn't the he audience... take ivermectin and it, he was cured of COVID-19 no eventually he was cured of COVID-19 the ivermectin like I mean he just didn't die of COVID-19 there's nothing to say ivermectin ivermectin has had some it's sparse to say the fucking least but he went in there yeah. as being this huge vaccine guy and he said it was the, one of the biggest great breakthroughs we've had as a civilization is vaccines and he moved away from that and that's fine he's entitled to his opinion but when he started talking about the science following him yeah. when it fucking wasn't the thing is though I he's think... just wrong I think and he's allowed problem- to be I think the problem most people have with the current vaccine, and don't get me wrong, I'm double vaccinated, like, but I think the problem most people have with the current vaccine is that it came out in two or three years. Most vaccines hmm. normally take about nine or ten years before they reach the general public. And because yeah, of, well, this won't be what's the words I'm looking for, but I don't think it's until next year that it's going to reach the whatever the standard actually is. Mass so like, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the exact words, but um uh but yeah, no, I get it. I get like it. Herd rushed, immunity it or something. had to be, yeah. Um, no, but it's 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 standard <laughs> review. Like when it's yeah. just standard review, oh, peer review, peer review. Yeah, but no, um, I just mean that. Like, if you look at it, you can understand. You have to look at like every situation. You have to weigh it up from both sides. Like, I can't say to someone because I have a certain opinion on vaccine science that you should share the same opinion without looking at their concerns and why they don't share the same opinion. Uh, same opinion. So if Joe Rogan, who looks at vaccine science and like many people looked at it and go, most vaccines take a long, long period of time before they reach the general public. And this one was turned around in two years. And that's like uh, breaking down the genetic sequencing and all this shit of the virus, breaking it down into a case where you can actually understand it in a situation where you can put a non-live uh, source of that virus into a person's immune system so that they can build up immunity to it. And all that figuring that out in two years, I can understand why people are like, no, yeah. no, I can understand, or you can understand people that have. I felt that way. I was extremely nervous taking it. I admit you know, that. Or people of anxiety, or people that had Corona and it was just like they had very mild symptoms, and you can understand why they don't take it as seriously as someone that lost a loved one, and because yeah. it's all about perception. So I understand why all these different point of views are coming around, and I think even though Joe Rogan has ten million on average listeners or whatever, he should be allowed to say, "I took a treatment, it worked for me, and Agreed. that's it." And that's all it. Because that'd be like me saying to you, dude, oh, do you know the other day I took paracetamol, cleared my headache up, right up. And you're like, oh, really? Paracetamol? Mm. You're like, you're like, yeah, cool, cool. I might try that next time I have a headache. Because like, no, it's not working for me, you know? Sponsored. It opens up a great question. Person. But that, that would be just, that would just be us two dickheads talking to each other. Yeah, but that's and the you op- have to multiply. Yeah, no, I know. I think mm. I actually agree. First off, I just blankly agree. Yeah. That no matter how far up in tears you go. Yeah. That that is simply the case. Yeah. I 100% agree. But I, I do think that People at the top, I I would advise, I suppose, or if I if I had their ear, that they they take more heed in their words. And I think like when he was saying that myocarditis was more prevalent in fifteen year old boys who weren't faxed, when it was in fact more prevalent that that people who got COVID and sorry that that were vaccinated, it was more prevalent than people who got COVID and weren't. And mm. both in both cases, it was completely minuscule. But it, there were cases around the globe, yeah. unfortunately. 
Um, I do think he would take more heed with his words. And I do think he might have learned that from something. But like, he's, fr- a, frank- he's allowed to frankly, be wrong, I, though, isn't he? Like, yeah, he's allowed to be wrong. And mm. frankly, it just like, that's it. He could literally just be, be better for all of this mm. if he was just left to be. Because I don't think he's this like immoral fucking demon of a man who just wants to fucking like push an agenda. And like I said, if you went on Carlson and you, you there was a guy who uh, he went to the UN and he basically told them all to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Uh, in this kind of great, great way. But Carlson, Carlson wanted him on and he told Carlson that he's also part of the problem. That never made it to air yeah. because the little bitch boy can't take any criticism. Joe will take it. Joe had that guy on who argued with him about the vaccines and he, he, Joe said he made me look like he made me look like an idiot or something like that. That shit made it to air on Beige's point. That shit made it to air mm. and, and fucking um, and he and he took the lumps and somebody like that should always be trying to improve themselves, but should always have the freedom to say whatever the fuck they want. Beige, do, do you think, though, that trust in Joe Rogan is just a massive symptom of the lack of trust in mainstream media now? That he's the only one that gives fair conversation and he does it in long form. Whereas, like Noel says, he allows criticism in. He does in the manicure the, the narrative in a way that suits him in the same way that his detractors have been doing for the past uh, fortnight two or three weeks or whatever like and do you think that the timing as well is coincidental like i, I know i had said a joke to you about black history month at the start of the uh, episode but do you think this is done on purpose now that it's released because you get the most tension or the most reaction from the color uh people of community in the or people of people of community people of color and their community you know <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to say shit pc man it's so you hard got to say rogan no i i think it was people i think of they community needed- I think they sat on it and they waited. Because you remember, Joe said this shit about... Oh, yeah, they sat that shit on... Oh, man, like, that, like, that's like not Joe up for debate did, for me. Yeah, Joe had the, you know, COVID a while ago. It, Joe didn't just have COVID, like, last week or last month. Mm. You know what I mean? Not even four months, yeah. five months, so, like a while ago. Just, to sit there and wait and wait and check it out, I'll tell you this. I, it's going to be rare if Joe comes out of this unscathed, but I either think Joe's going to get me like me too hashtagged and be done and they're just gonna pay him out and be like here you go or joe's gonna change his whole format have you seen aziz i'm sorry stand up now no dude it's fucking sad (laughs) he starts it out by apologizing oh no then he talks about stuff then it's somber then he apologizes again then does jokes that are like are you are you fucking sick like like a 10-year-old wrote his jokes now. Man, like, I'm not going to say that, but old school celebrities, they had NDAs, paid people, and then they oh, said yeah. entertaining. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my point. Like, that's why everybody calls Dave Chappelle, like, the last comedian standing. Yeah, because he's not afraid. Because Dave doesn't give a shit. He's like, I'll cancel myself. I'll go back home. And Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr's in some shit now as well. Yeah, uh, but that's, Jimmy Carr didn't really even fucking say anything that bad. I watched most of his special. I don't remember the Holocaust joke. It was just kind of in there. Yeah, and that's the, I, I get it. I get it. I wouldn't have yeah, the sensitivity. That it's the whole point of comedy, show. though. It's the whole point of comedy is that you get a funny perspective on some of the darkest things. It's you you yeah. turn an eye on to society as a whole. Where do you speak about racial tension, poverty, the Holocaust, whatever? And you're supposed to be funny in that moment while still yeah. commenting on it as a subject yeah. matter. What, you're going to have a comedian up there and he's going to just like, 
the Holocaust. And then he starts going into a diatribe about how it was bad for humanity. Of course it was bad for humanity. Everybody fucking understands that. Six million people died. Six million Jews, sorry, and about 11 million people died, I think, because of the Holocaust. Of course it was bad for humanity. But in a comedian, if he's bringing up that topic, he has to give his viewpoint in a comedic fashion. Otherwise, he's not a yeah. fucking comedian. So you know Bill Hicks I mean? made a joke about blowing up brown people with weapons that wipe out everything except their gold fillings. And that helps pay for the war effort. We laughed. We moved on. It was yeah. awful. It's an awful, awful thing when this people Because die. that's him criticizing. The joke was a joke. But there was also a thing, and I'm going to bring this up. I can't think of the name of the comedian, but Bez, you might appreciate this, is that he um, he brought out a confetti cannon, and he just said, here's the the, the, the the remote for the confetti cannon. And he just handed it to a random fucking dude in the audience, and he goes, whenever you think it's appropriate, because it's going to cause me a lot of anxiety waiting for it, and that might help me perform. He goes, you know, just that awful, awful pressure. And uh, and the first thing he said, like, I mean, instantly he said, so my, 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 me and my siblings have got back together. We, we haven't seen each other as much as we should have. But recently, your mother passed confetti cannon. <laughs> Instant he mentioned his own dead mother, confetti cannon. And your man just looked at him and goes, that wasn't the right moment, mate. Everyone laughed and it's a great joke. But a woman died. I get it. I get that that's not something to mock. I, lo- I lost my I lost my uh, fiance's mother uh, and it was one of the worst awful thing that happened to me but it wasn't I didn't take offense to it as somebody who has suffered bereavement or some shit I just left it alone it just was and now everything is like oh no no you're making a statement about Mm. women somebody's ethnicity somebody's race and then what the fuck is a joke like even in that moment like you can tell that like me and you as two white dudes we're terrified to talk about people about ethnicity at times like you know what i mean though? that's yeah. true like because like you're like how can i say this in a way that i'm not going to get jumped on over it's not the case though a lot of the time yeah like, it's definitely so when is it why is it so hard in us white guys it's just like it doesn't like people like the n-word i'm like Inward doesn't bother me to a point where I'm gonna fight somebody over it. Inward doesn't bother me to a point where it's a word. Like yeah, if yeah. I if I sit there and I think I'm that, then yeah, I would get upset. It, it's, some, some people don't even know, know where the fucking origin of the word comes from or what what it is, and they just oh I'm angry because I'm like why are you angry? There's a lot worse words that you know plantation owners used for black people than you know the N word. Like people call you that shit all day long. And you're just like, huh, it's funny. But someone says the N-word and you lose your fucking mind. It, it makes no sense to me. Two white guys should be able to have the same conversation that two black guys have about white guys. That's if fair. I was a black dude and we started talking shit, shit about white people, nobody would bat a fucking eye. Nobody would say anything. They would think it was funny. They'd think it's great. Now, you yeah, anytime somebody tries to build up the word dude, cracker, like, yeah. like it's the new N-word. It just falls flat. It just yeah. does. Nobody just kind of go in. like, oh, yeah, well, how about, here we go, here we go, cracker. And you go, yeah. oh, yeah. that was yeah. sad. Cracker or <laughs> I could or say or that on Sesame Street. Pack the yeah. fuck up. Exactly. That's my point. It's just, you know, I, I, I got into an argument. I got a fight with this fucking uh, little dude, uh, a small person, because he told me that saying the word midget was just like saying the N-word. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? I was like, it's not. He's like, what? how do you know? I was like, because you're saying midget, but you're not saying the N-word. That's how I know. That's how I know. It's not the same thing, dude. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, oh, man. Nice try. Dude. Game, set, match, big. Tiny, tiny. <laughs> I hate admitting this to you because we, we've had a bit of back and forth about which is the real football. 
those Europeans <laughs> versus. And uh, there was a dude on a show called Soccer AM. And he was just like, which one is the real one? And blah, blah, blah. And they were arguing. And he was going, yeah, but why is your show called Soccer AM? And it was, <laughs> it was an American dude. And he just said that. And I was like, fuck. That's a, <laughs> like, shit. Like, I didn't even think of it. I was like, shit, that is actually a slam dunk. Like, yeah. just, like, we're done here. We're out. I look at that. He got all huffy and puffy and shit. He was just like... <laughs> And you get like like grumpy and shy. And... <laughs> <laughs> I just it's just like him like walking away was just like <laughs> and he's like got snoozy and <laughs> he was a little dopey. He was, he was a little dopey after. He was a little dopey. Oh, you're so counseled before we ever get started. No, I just I just think it's it's easier for people to want to be woke. Yeah. You, you you want to be that person where when you talk to your friend, well, I was one of those people that were against Joe Rogan, or I was one of those people that signed a petition, or I was one of those people. Go shut the fuck up. Like you know what I always like. But when we we did a podcast the other day, I think the two jokes I told that landed best were the jokes where I made fun of myself, were just I met you know like was just be the butt of the joke. Yeah, I do think well, there's very just easy something to make funny, you know. It is, and, and well, even I know that. When I was making fun of my girl, he's like, "Oh, why is it like that?" And I told him he felt like shit. Yeah, that's amazing. So, it's, it's, it's so much better. It's, it's, it's so well, I do think that that, that, that that what's endearing is when people stop taking themselves so seriously, and it's when everyone's everyone just seems on so fucking high alert. And when you like that, Joe Rogan is the diamond on top of the hill. He is like this guy who has this huge audience. So now yeah. we've like said that, will you be the ambassador of what, of what, like people, the way people should talk? And he's just kind of like, no, because he's even said like, I'm just, he, what was his apology? He's gone. I, I don't know what these conversations are going to be when I start. Yeah. Same, same as this conversation. Well, I, I don't like the, none of us are reading off a script here. No, I, what I don't like is the Spotify are gone, and um, and I'm sure Joe Rogan gave him the go ahead and removed 70 episodes or something that had specific content yeah. or whatever like that. Like if he said the n word or whatever. Look, I, I and like in the minute they're banning books. The way I am as a person. All right. If you look through history of all mankind and the only way you can actually have an understanding of our existence throughout time and throughout history is to have as much information as possible. You know what I mean? That's just the way it is. Like, so if I want to have an understanding of Joe Rogan, I want to see all 1100 episodes or whatever he's done, 1200 episodes. I want to be able to see all that. I don't want things to be manicured or pruned for me in a way that it suit my sensitivities or someone's sensitivities in my era. If I'm looking back, right, and you can censor Joe Rogan, but I look back at Nazi rallies on YouTube any day of the week. I can look back at any kind of oh. stuff from, you know what I mean? I can look at clan rallies if I wanted to. All this kind of stuff's available. But Joe Rogan uh, uh, says the N word. Why can't you just bleep that word? Why can't you just bleep yeah. it? Why do you have to. Uh, uh, like Louis Thoreau has gone and, and done extensive BBC documentaries with white supremacists and the N word and the K word for Jews and stuff has been absolutely prevalent. We don't, it's. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's actually a really, really fucking good point. It's not like I can't find racism. Yeah, exactly. Then, like, yeah. I typed in racism yeah, into Google, and Joe nothing not came up. Yeah, the person up. you're going to look for to find racism. And Joe Rogan's not the person I'm going to find. Yeah, yeah exactly. Joe Rogan is the is the linchpin for ra- racism. <laughs> now, 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 he's the, now Joe Rogan, the guy who's taken so many pictures and helped so many other co- comedians that were yeah. black or Hispanic. I don't know. Like, 
you know, I just, he's now the most right racist man in America. Do you think Joe Rogan is kind of like, uh, Kylo, uh, like uh, Anakin Skywalker at this moment? It's like, yeah. did he go to the dark side or the light yeah, side just, of the force? Just like, <laughs> just yeah. I just hope if he goes full bad guy, it's handled better than Anakin becoming Darth Vader. Yeah, that shit I, was I hope, like Because Joe Rogan's like minted now. So like, imagine if he like leaves Spotify, goes to Rumble, because seemingly Rumble will put a $100 million offer out to him, $25 million a year over four years. So, like, imagine he goes there, he goes full right wing and just goes pure evil. <laughs> like, he's like, starts like, because he's going to be worth, like, he's worth more money now than any podcaster will ever be worth ever. Like, ever. Yeah. yeah. Like, ever. Like, you know what I mean? No matter how. Challenge good, accepted. Any, challenge <laughs> failed. No matter how. Good, any po- <laughs> no way, man. But no matter like, how. I'm successful. A, like, like, I'm a black dude. I'll take your seat. Like, <laughs> man, I yeah. just, yeah. I just think, though, like, if you look at a lot of people, a lot of this outrage is coming from people looking at Joe Rogan's contract and not his morals. They're looking yeah. at his $100 million and not the amount of times he said the N-word. They're using the N-word as a shield for the reason they can actually attack Spotify and not because of Joe Rogan. They're, they're attacking him because of the financial uh, gain he made from his contract in the way they never will make from their music or from their art or whatever. And I can understand that because they're like artists are getting fucked on Spotify and they're getting fucked daily. And that's that's the truth. Like, you know, they're not getting enough per play or per download. They should be seeing more money from their, their uh, art. That's true. Like especially smaller time artists and shit like that. But I for one welcome our Spotify overlords. uh, But like uh, when you look at Joe Rogan, (laughs) he built that contract. He didn't just get that contract. He built it like that contract he was earning serious money on youtube every year through advertisements through endorsements like if joe rogan i don't care right joe rogan's an honest dude i get it but i say 90 percent of the shit he mentions on his podcast he see the paycheck at the end of it you know what i mean like oh, yeah. you know and that's the truth like and that's just the way this product placement is a thing like you know like if all of a sudden we got a fucking sponsor i'd be like oh yeah drink uh lucas age yeah it cures racial issues <laughs> i'd be like yeah eat pure sugar cake and then goes Diabetes pills. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just saying, island snacks are the best snacks ever. Yeah, just, you know. that's what I'm thinking. Like, if you want a good snack, you gotta go to island snacks. That's all you gotta do. Right? That's what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying it for any reason. Yeah, like there's no reason I would uh, say island snacks. Like, you know what I mean? Like that. Like sometimes, right? I get really hungry late at night. It's just the first snack that comes to mind. That's the first snack that comes to mind. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's, That's what, I'm, what I'm thinking as I well. I want a snack. I want to be in the island kind of mentality, the island environment. I go to island snacks. Is what island I do. Snack. Island and snacks. I like Pepsi over Coke, unless I don't. We'll yeah, just... because... <laughs> no, we like Coke over here. We're TBC, <laughs> TBC, <laughs> TBC. Yeah. No, I would not drink Pepsi even for an endorsement. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same. Yeah, it's awful. Um, but, um, shit. so like you see them coming out no it's not how dare you but um, <laughs> you see them coming after Joe Rogan right because of the context or sorry not because of the context but because of the content of what he said right and now the kinds flipped something I touched on was about Joe Biden and the Young Turks and how they said derogatory terms and they're saying that context is important there but now we're looking into art and film and they're talking about Quentin Tarantino's movies and how the N-word was used, uh, like, Infinitum in some of those movies, just firing it out. And, like, it's coming to a stage now where we're banning books again. Um, we're talking about manicuring uh, media content. We're talking about manicuring the biggest podcast in the world who offers up free talk and free speak to whoever comes on. He gives them two or three hours to say their piece, to break down their thing. 
But like, are we seeing Bays and Gunshot? Do you like, are we seeing a case of the the woke left or the woke agenda, whatever you want to call it? I don't know, like whatever people call it. Are we seeing a case now where it's it's what got, they call it. Yeah, it's. It, are we seeing a case now where it's literally ran over things to attack, and because the people that they hold in high regard, like the mainstream media or whatever, or the voices that they hold in high regard are not getting the shine that they think, and the, all these people are getting the shine that, like Joe Rogan, that they feel like it is our job, it behooves us, whatever, to go out now and to start attacking all of these different components of the people that we believe should be getting the attention that they're actually getting. I think, I think got a bunch of people trying to sniff their own farts. <laughs> Snacking its own tail is the yeah, analogy. It, I that's, like. that's what it is. It's more or less just like we we have done nothing in our lives. So what's the best way to do something else? Let's tear down someone else. Impact someone that has done something. Did. Yeah, you, you you see someone that has something that you don't have. Let's tear them down. So this woke culture, uh, Louis C.K., um, Danny Matt Masterson, Aziz uh, Ansari. Um, now Joe Rogan, you know, I don't put Bill Cosby in there because he was drugging bitches and doing. Yeah, so I mean, people mention names in uh, in lieu of names that they just should fucking not. Yeah, or they call people Nazis and they have no understanding <clears throat> of what in the atrocities the Nazis actually committed. <clears throat> like they call anyone no. nowadays a Nazi, even if right, even if Joe Rogan said the N word six thousand times, anything he did in his life would not equate him to be a Nazi. No, you know what I mean. Like it just like the, the the words people throw around now, they've no understanding of them. Like that's the problem. Just like anything that's wrong is like this is just like oh I've got the perfect metaphor. Look back to history. Look yeah. back to humanity. Look back to literature. Look through my own Nazi Germany. Oh yes, yeah, it's, yes. It's, it's the word that that's gonna grab you. If I say Joe Rogan's not a great guy, if I say Joe Rogan said some things, but if I say Joe Rogan's a Nazi, yeah. That, that's like, what you're going to pinpoint. That's going to be like, yeah. huh? Why yeah, it's, is got punch. it's got punched. There's no doubt about You're going to go into it. Joe Rogan's a good dude. All the shit that's around him and most of the other people, and I say most of them, not all of them, because some, some people are dirt fuck looking bags. Yeah. But Joe Rogan being able, this is what they don't want. They don't want somebody to have somebody from the right, somebody from the left, and somebody from the middle talking and giving their points because that just means someone's not right. Yeah. Because someone has to, and that leaves people a decision to make for themselves. Yeah, you have to make a decision for yourself. Yeah, it's like, like but like Noel said, at a certain point, if something's wrong with you, go to you know, you know, a medical journal. Go to a doctor. Don't go to fucking Joe, Joe Rogan. That, yeah. that should have been the first thought process in your head. If Joe Rogan came out mm-hmm. tomorrow and said eating your shit makes you feel 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 better, a lot of people would. You like thirty thousand people are going uh, to eat their shit. <laughs> no more than that. That's the terrifying yeah. thing. I think you guys are more guilty of it than ours. We still manage to keep our. But don't get me wrong, we're the still Americans. Guilty of it. Americans. Yeah, it's just we <laughs> Americans. American people. Uh, any American person. <laughs> white, mostly <laughs> white. I got you, no. I got you. You're gonna roll this week. It's good. You. <laughs> oh man! But like you, you, most of your news is delivered by talking heads. Our news is still very boring, which I'm quite grateful for. Mm. Don't get me wrong; we sensationalists all over the place. But are like mainly we get our news from somebody who has just never told a joke in their entire life, and they just read it. And that's the news. Look, I want to try. I'm going to try one last question, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here because we've got other okay, things to cool. do tonight. All right, I want to ask you. Right, is this? Uh, I'm going to throw it to you first, Noel, and then base you because you're a guest, and then we give you the last word. 
Um, and uh, I just want to throw it to you. It's like, do you think this attack, right, on Joe Rogan, because you have to call it attack because it's come from all quarters. I agree think, with that. Yeah. Do you think this attack, and I touched upon it throughout the episode, is solely based in morality, like they're saying, or is this just an attack fostered or fueled by mainstream media because they want his audience and they're jealous and they want his money and they think if they can go after Joe Rogan's character that they can take his audience his listenership and his whole career away from him and there's, there's nothing to do with morality in this that's all financial gain No. Oh, I, I, I think when it comes to a juicy story I don't know if there's an awful lot of talk put into it and if they could like steamroll him and if, you, if, if your audience, you defending them, is what's going to bring in millions and millions of viewers when somebody's as hot a topic as Joe Rogan, I don't think morality, I don't think ending him or standing up for him has any morality involved. I don't think there's anybody who's like, fair play to them because they're sticking up for him or fuck these guys. Or, no, no, it's just, they're just playing because he's a huge, huge name. So, I, I mean, I don't care that Rihanna's pregnant, but I've read, and I, I'm I'm a murder mystery guy, mm. and I know <laughs> all segue. about... Weird segue. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, yeah. Segue, Rihanna's pregnant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Murder pregnant. Mystery. But how do I know so much about it? Like, I know what, so much about it, I can't divide so... it. All they care about is the narrative that can get eyes. So, no, I don't think it's necessary to steamroll him or yeah. defend him. I think yeah. he just simply is that big, but I think it comes from people. And this is what Twitter has done for good or for worse, is that it's made, it's given, it's given the people power, which I have to say is probably a good thing. But then people have probably got too easily locked up in trends that are driven by a small number of people yeah. or a smaller number of people, certainly. Like uh Baze was saying there is like three dudes who put, put the compilation together. Yeah. Um, and then no, I I honest to God think it's just a snake eating its own tail. I don't even think there's as much thought put into it as people seem to think. Or oh, this is just the establishment trying to take down. No, I, know, I don't think there's so much thought. It is coordinated, dude. This, this is oh, it's, it's coordinated to a fucking... Oh, no. They, but no, but the sea blood in the water. Don't get me wrong. And then it gets extremely coordinated. Yeah, but Joe Rogan was fucking... But like, uh, Joe Rogan was untouchable you know I mean? before COVID came along. And then he said something like... The, the, no, the, I no. They went after him for trans as well, for the comments he made about trans Yeah, but so fucking but, what? You know what I mean? Like, but like, what did that come to? Like, I mean, like, oh, shit. But this shows that... It's destroy. Yeah, but then the, the N word video been released and stuff yeah. like that. Going back to all these comedy fucking specials, yeah. it's a fucking whole other animal. Well, it's a continuous so do, thing. They've gone after him now for the past twelve yeah. months. On, I feel on. like the media kind of has a lot of their work done for them. Yeah, like it's like oh fuck the walk left, and here's everything that they've released, and then it's like oh we love we love them, and here's everything that they've released, and they both just kind of like you know like a pig and fucking swill, and they just fucking take from the same trough. I don't yeah. think they're doing an awful lot of work themselves. Yeah, but I I, think, I just think though they're following a the narrative. The difference is Joe Rogan is not following narrative; he's just being Joe yes. Rogan and recording it. Agreed. <laughs> you know Agreed what I mean? That like, point. That's the whole. Yeah. That's, that's the difference, though. But Beige, what do, what do you think? Do you think there's anything about morality behind this attack on Joe Rogan, or do you think it is purely financial gain? I think it's nothing about morality because you can't find someone that says a bad word about uh, Joe Rogan. Mm. They've tried. I've seen the thing where they've they've tried to talk to a bunch of people that Joe's either fired or been around, and they said, "No, Joe fired me. He gave me a severance package and made sure that I found another job." Yeah, he seems like uh, a fair dude. Talk to that person. You know what I mean? It's just more of a person. I I just think Joe is the easiest target right now because it's of the, the stuff they found. He's the biggest target. He's the easiest target, and you lean into it and you get it. And if you can take 
20,000, 30,000 people away from him. All the people that said that they would pull their shit, I'm sorry, no, I don't give a fuck about the dude that you talked about with the <laughs> Neil Young. Yeah, but that's my point. Like, you put Joe Rogan up against that guy, Joe Rogan wins every day, twice every day. on Oh, yeah. Day. I'm just saying, I don't think anyone's necessarily like the full on joker of the situation, yeah. you know, like no, trying to. That's my I didn't point. think there was a demon in, involved in it. Yeah. I just thought it was a narrative. Well, if I they follow an agenda, people. someone creates the agenda for them to follow. That's yeah, the thing. They, fair enough. Someone yeah. created the agenda. It was there. They went with it. They tried to attack Joe with it. They didn't think they'd get the other comedians that were black to back Joe. Mm. Remember, people are saying um, they're called Blamedians. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but you get crazy because even, even Dave said, like, hey, if you guys cancel Joe, just take everything I've ever done that you guys have up there and take it off. Uh, Brendan Schaub said, you know, for the fighter and the kid, take it off of Spotify. Did you hear the comments? Everyone was like, yeah, Brendan, please take your stuff off Spotify. <laughs> But he started out slow just like Joe, Joe did. Yeah. You gotta understand, there's any blowback either way, but uh, but uh, but uh, but if I'm Spotify, Joe has a lot more friends than these dudes. Yeah, but uh, but but sorry, you said but uh, three times and yeah. I just had to do that. That Jesus was an OCD Noah. thing, Jesus. No, it was an OCD thing, and it just you know, it happened, and we 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 all just need to move on. Why are you going to see person attacking him? <laughs> I, I do like i was telling you guys earlier i do on the thing that irritates the shit out of me is i hate when people are just like white people or you know white supremacists aren't allowed free speech but then someone that's black or someone that's hispanic can keep saying brown pride or black pride march around do this do do that and people are like oh that's awesome but if a white guy comes up and says white pride i'm proud of my race you're racist you're horrible you're this and that like what's the difference yeah, like white people, we didn't invent racism, but like most things, we're just the best at it. <laughs> and that's why most sports are based in the war. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, it's, it's 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 he's right. He's he's not wrong. <laughs> but no, like I, I like that's I, I totally agree with you. It's like it's like you have to allow everyone to say their piece because the only way to disprove a bad argument is to come up with a better one against it. And like, because if you allow people to just talk unopposed or if you just squash them because people are going to build up their argument in their head, you know what I mean? Like, or because like you need to pretty much if um, back in the day, if someone was a white supremacist or someone's uh, right leaning or conservative, or whatever, they would always have debates against these people. They'll have the meeting of the mind, someone that was in the opposing side, they would talk them down in front of a crowd and they'd have an open forum for discussion. And that's why, like, people have gone away from the news because it's not an open forum discussion. It's just people shouting you down, shouting each other down, trying to get their viewpoint across, or trying to get their like uh, soundbite across. And that's the <laughs> there's a jelly on your microphone, this fucking guy. But uh, <laughs> but that's the problem, I think. With like eat it uh, off the microphone, I no longer care about. <laughs> and I think that's the problem. There it's it just, is. Like, like that people fear nowadays an open forum for discussion i mean there's an open forum for discussion they believe that their viewpoint is being attacked and all they do is go on the attack instead of actually opening their mind up to a different viewpoint you know that's that's why i, I can't think of the name of the woman but she she was put to death in the 30s in the in the um gas chamber she had a really really haunting last words and she said good people are always so sure they're right and uh i always thought that i know i thought that made no sense at the time but the fact of the matter is if you know like you are like definitely not somebody who steals or robs or holds hate in your heart for somebody based on their like but, but you think that all of these things must summate in you being right just being right like you've just there you've covered all of the bases and there's no such thing 
I think as all the base has been covered and I think people really really should put all of the fucking shit they've set out like in their even their mind just yeah. say all of the jokes they've made all of the insensitive shits how I was in high school how I treated other people whatever the fuck yeah. and go yeah you know what Dick in high school. I think right. people would calm the fuck down right before we go Noel uh, do you think Joe Rogan's going to get cancelled yes or no no uh, beige yeah yeah yeah. no I think I think he's okay because I, I think there's other people that are going to sign him up if he leaves Spotify there well, that's is, two and one thirds votes for <laughs> not getting cancelled, and that's uh, two thirds of a vote for getting cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I yeah. just cancelled myself. You should do it on a good joke, though. Hey, oh, like, thank you. See, hey, see, keep re- that in the recording. <laughs> we've been here for like nearly uh, like over 50 minutes, and I'll, re- I'll post it, it'll be like 18 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but our cool boys, let's get the fuck out here. All right, this is uh Talking Points. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Noel Tom Tui. That's Beige Benford, and we'll see you next time, folks. Peace.